Have you set a lot of goals for your life? Some things you feel like you need to do in order to live a meaningful life? If so, how is that going? Are you accomplishing those goals? Are you far behind? Are you hopelessly off track? My name is Keegan Peck, and this is the Odyssey Home. I'm sure you're like me and have certain things in mind you want to do with your life. Some things you feel would give your life purpose and meaning to make it matter to others. Maybe attaining a certain job, writing a book, obtaining a degree, traveling the world, having a child, or any one of a million things. And we tend to believe this idea that if I do these certain things, that maybe my life will have the kind of meaning it lacks. If those are the things I long for, then isn't that my purpose in life? Something that will make my life matter. Now I don't want to say that there aren't things God puts on our hearts to do and to be fulfilling, not only to us, but to Him. But that's not what we're talking about here. A godly call to serve Him is very different than a societal pressure. And that's the big distinction, isn't it? So many of the pressures for what we must do and be in this life come from the world. The world tells us we aren't contributing members of society unless we have certain earning potential and attain these certain accomplishments. We have to go to school, to college, to work in a desired industry. We must contribute to the right organizations, have a certain kind of house, send our kids to a certain school. And the list goes on and on and on. But what does God say? In 1 Peter, Peter is writing to people who are being persecuted for being followers of Christ. And his main message throughout is how to live so as to lead others to Christ. So I can't help but wonder, are their lives going how they thought they would? I'm sure they're having to change some of the things they're doing because of the persecution. Maybe their businesses are suffering. 
they're probably having to give up certain activities. I guarantee they're not living the quote-unquote fulfilling life that they imagined for themselves. And the world would look upon this as failure, wouldn't it? I mean, they're outcasts of society now. Their lives aren't worthwhile. And then in 1 Peter 2, verses 21 through 23, he writes this, For you have been called for this purpose, since Christ also suffered for you, leaving you an example for you to follow in his steps, who committed no sin, nor was any deceit found in his mouth. And while being reviled, he did not revile in return. While suffering, he uttered no threats, but kept entrusting himself to him who judges righteously. Peter tells them their purpose is to follow in Christ's footsteps, to live as he lived while on this earth. That is their purpose. What about their possibly failing businesses? What about the things that they aren't able to do anymore? What about them not meeting society's standards? Their purpose is to follow Christ. Peter probably understands this concept of keeping your mind on Christ more than anyone because of a certain event that happened in Matthew chapter 16, verses 21 through 27. Right before this, Jesus asks his disciples who people said he was, and then who they, his disciples, thought he was. Then Peter said, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. But in the very next paragraph, this exchange occurs. Verses 21 through 23. From that time, Jesus began to show his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things from the elders and the chief priests and the scribes and be killed and be raised up on the third day. Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him, saying, God forbid it, Lord, this shall never happen to you. But he turned and said to Peter, Get behind me, Satan. You are a stumbling block to me for you are not setting your mind on God's interests, but man's. So Peter is rebuked for thinking of things in terms of the world and not in terms of God's plan and perspective, just as we often do in so many ways. In verses 24 through 27, we read this. Then Jesus said to his disciples, if anyone wishes to come after me, he must deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever wishes to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. For what will it profit a man if he gains the whole world and forfeits his soul? Or what will a man give in exchange for his soul? For the Son of Man is going to come in the glory of his Father with his angels, and will then repay every man according to his deeds. 
we must deny ourselves, take up our cross, and follow Him. That's what He demands of us. That's all He demands of us. All we are supposed to do with our lives is follow Him. Of course, that's the most difficult calling in the world, but the only one that gives us true meaning in our lives. The thing is, He doesn't ask us to get certain degrees or have certain jobs or even get married or have kids. And not that there's anything wrong with those things. In fact, we can use those things to serve Him. But He doesn't require those things for us to matter to Him. He just wants us to follow Him. And the amazing thing about it is that He is right there with us. Even when we can't follow perfectly because we keep stumbling, He's right there. And He's washed us in His blood. What's more, in verse 26, He says, For what will it profit a man if he gains the whole world and forfeits his soul? We can own the biggest business in the world. We can become the leader of a country. We can do any number of things that society would praise us for. But what would those matter if we weren't following Christ? They're all meaningless. And there isn't a better demonstration of this than what Paul writes in Philippians chapter 3, verses 2 through 11. Beware of the dogs. Beware of the evil workers. Beware of the false circumcision. For we are the true circumcision who worship in the Spirit of God and glory in Christ Jesus and put no confidence in the flesh, although I myself might have confidence even in the flesh. If anyone else has a mind to put confidence in the flesh, I far more. Circumcised on the eighth day of the nation of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew of Hebrews, as to the law, a Pharisee, as to zeal, a persecutor of the church, as to the righteousness which is in the law, found blameless. But whatever things were gained to me, those things I have counted as loss for the sake of Christ. More than that, I count all things to be loss in view of the surpassing value of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and count them all but rubbish, so that I may gain Christ, and may be found in Him, not having a righteousness of my own derived from the law, but that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness which comes from God on the basis of faith, that I may know Him and the power of His resurrection, and the fellowship of his sufferings, being conformed to his death, in order that I may attain to the resurrection from the dead.
Paul has so many accomplishments, major accomplishments that were respected by his peers, and he counted them all as loss, as rubbish, as nothing compared to what he found in Christ. And what's more, he gave that life up, that life of prestige and respect, and became a traveling preacher. That is the power of Christ. He doesn't ask us for much, as the world would see it. And yet, he asks us for everything. Our pride in ourselves and in our accomplishments begins to fade, along with our personal identity, as we become like Christ humble and loving. And if you're not on that path yet, there's no better time to start than today. Christ is calling you. He wants you. He loves you. So you have to ask yourself, Am I ready to follow? This episode was written and produced by me, Keegan Peck, with theme music by Amy Ferris, and additional music by selections from Epidemic Sound. For more information, please visit the show's website at theodysseyhome.com That's the Odyssey, O-D-Y-S-S-E-Y, home.com There you can find more information about the podcast and a way to contact me. I'd love to hear from you. Watch for future episodes released every two weeks. See you next time, and thanks for listening.